Hello, everybody. Welcome to Camel Call Friday with Evan Budrovich. I'm Chris Haymeyer. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, uh, a favor if you could. You can search uh, Camel Call Podcast on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We will be there. Give it a subscription and also um, rate it. it. Comment it. Rate it. Do it. Send we it know to that friends. you listen. Yes, definitely. Hey, we want to apologize that uh, last week we didn't have a Camel Call Friday. We're going to say it was because of the Thanksgiving break. It was actually because we recorded one. Evan was great. He made time for it. I was so terrible on it that um, I decided <laughs> not to do it. Also, we didn't you know, have an, have an interview for that one. But anyway, thank you for tuning in. With Evan Budrovich, I'm Chris Haymeyer. And one of the things that we, we did a little bit of a fall sports wrap last week, and I've been able to think more wiggity, about wiggity whack. I've been able to think a little bit more about it. And I know that none of our fall sports ended up qualifying for the NCAA tournament. But if you're a faithful listener to this show and have given us five stars on uh, Apple or Spotify podcasts, you will know that the regular season really is the true champion. And as we've seen in, in the World Cup, especially when we're dealing with soccer, one thing that goes wrong, you could be dominating a team, one thing that goes wrong, one player that goes hot, and you lose that game, you lose your chances for advancing, everything like that. So the fact that volleyball and both soccers both won the regular season while both being one of the favorites to win again while having a target on their back because Campbell is leaving for the CAA and Campbell in all of those sports has been very good for at the very least a couple of years. What an accomplishment that all three of them won a regular season title. The one bid league is difficult. It is hard to get to the NCAA tournament. I don't care if you're the best team or the worst team. You have to execute in that one weekend. What women's soccer did after their slow start Truly incredible. They, they dominated the Big South, and they took care of high point in the regular season. Men's soccer, that was another fantastic run. Yes, they lose in a final late-night game, give up a goal early. You know, things happen, and you start pressing and give up the second goal. And then volleyball, if the tournament's at Campbell, they probably win it. There's no doubt. Right? And they go to high point. They beat high point in the regular season there. They actually sweep the series. So, not to give you a baseball analogy, but they won two of three. So, my books, they're the tournament rep. Yeah. But they didn't win the, you know, the, the NCAA matchup. So that'll happen. I think overall, though, you look at three trophies. Not that regular season is the most important, but it's certainly a valuable thing to collect. And look, you're not going to see us argue and diminish the fact that if uh, one of the Campbell basketball teams or our wrestling uh, team that has won four straight SOCON championships that are in the Southern Conference for it, if they win and punch your ticket to the NCAA tournament, we'll be screaming we're not, not going to sit here and say, you know what, uh, a one big lead really really stinks or what have you. But, I mean, it, 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 just goes, it just goes to show you so much that these teams won one less trophy. The men swept last year, but you saw – a couple of teams with volleyball and that go to the NCAA tournament. So I think some people think, hey, you know, it wasn't as good of a fall. It was as good of a fall, even better, because you got those three regular season championships. And again, in the in the one big league, it makes it very, very hard. But uh, congratulations to to all our all, all our fall sports. And now they can turn their attention to the CAA. Schedule should be coming out soon about where they're going to the fall, and all of a sudden it's about making some uh, different hotel reservations Booking and some flights. different different yeah. parts of the country, some flights. And then, again, 
what I've been telling people as well, I think sometimes people concentrate on the fact whether they view this as good or bad, there's going to be games in Boston, there's going to be games in Philadelphia, in the D.C. area, in, in Long Island, up around New York. But also, too, two hours away, we're going to be playing UNCW, which in most sports is a big rivalry. In some sports, I would say it's the rivalry. You're going to play College of Charleston, NCANT moves into this, and Elon, which is a very similar in so many ways to to Campbell. So you're not just going to the Northeast, which I think is a positive in many things. You are also reigniting a rivalry, and you're going to start some as well because actually with the teams in the state, you're going to be traveling less. What I love, too, is the men's soccer champion was Elon. So think about you trade out High Point, you insert Elon. Right. That's going to be a very similar rivalry. Women's soccer, Monmouth was the regular season champ. Drexel's really good in that league, too. So kind of hard to equate distance-wise. But then in volleyball, Towson, one state away if not two. So the regionality of this league still exists. William & Mary is the long trip in the South Division. College of Charleston, great place to see my boys in Southern Charm. And then, you know, get some get some biscuits in the morning and enjoy the town, the Holy City. Do you still have that Holy City trophy we won with men's basketball? Your boys, I, I, I don't have that trophy. Your, your boys with Southern Charm. My do boy you, Shep. Do you, did you watch Southern Charm? Are you made to watch Southern Charm? Are you in the same room when Southern Charm is on? Jenna, my girlfriend, has turned it on over the months. And I slowly went from just having it in the background to – putting my prep down for these basketball sure. games and yep. kind of watching Okay, yeah. all right. I'm, I'm not just saying this to make you feel better. I, w- I was the exact same way. Bravo was on a lot in our house. And again, my, my wonderful wife, who's a third grade school teacher, after some of the days that that, that she has, she can turn on what, whatever she wants. But but you're right. That is <laughs> – how can I say this? And, and then uh, Summer House and, and Winter House her down. go off. No, I, I will not watch those. Southern Charm is – not as bad as a lot of the other of the other shows and actually I do sort of like how it's on because they do have some some interesting personalities on that we are opening the door here Andy Cohen like Andy Cohen like St. Louis's own Missouri's own Andy Cohen um but puts it all together yeah it's the it's the least bad of the of the Bravo shows Uh, my wife is going to uh is going to get on me uh, about that hey back to the sports football in the CAA, well, in the CAA is not a one big league. Okay. This year, CAA sent their automatic qualifier, which is the same thing that the Big South has gotten forever, but they sent four other teams into the NCAA FCS playoffs. And, and did well. That's what's fun, yes. And that's what's fun because it's not just all or nothing winning the league there, it's getting in the top third of the league, and you've got a good shot to end up making it to the FCS playoffs. Now, there, there aren't very many cakewalks or easy, right. easy games in. There's no Robert in the Morris CAA. No, there, there, there is not at all. So, but how about so this? Be Delaware finished sixth yeah. in the league, not even fifth, and got the fifth bid. Yeah. Then won at St. Francis, right. and now play in the second round of the tournament. We saw New Hampshire. They played NC Central, similar opponent. They did well, and then William and Mary, who's a nationally ranked team will host our boys at Gardner-Webb coming up this week, the right, Barbecue Bowl. Right, Gardner-Webb getting a, getting a win um, as they beat Eastern Kentucky. And the FCS playoffs finally rubbing off a little bit on the FBS. And we'll bring that up again. This is an FCS school. We should be talking about a lot of FBS. But Evan Budrovich is from L.A. He went to 
as they call it, the real USC. And actually, they took a, a South Carolina to court, and they can claim USC, we and South lawsuit. Carolina cannot. And then, of course, you think it's funny because, you know, Carolina will call themselves Carolina. Of course, you're up here. There's only one Carolina, and poor South Carolina, quote, unquote. But anyway, your USC Trojans in position to what is in the last of two years now of a four-team uh, college football playoff. Remind me, Chris, because Missouri was in an SEC title game. What is the feeling like when you compete for a championship? Because USC's had a recent yeah. stretch here of four years where we have it's done been a long time on the football grid. It's been a long time. And you, you guys were in the inaugural SEC title when you joined, right? When Missouri, and I'm a Mizzou grad and, and grew up in the college town where where Missouri was, so we've been watching Missouri sports for a long time. But Missouri, when they first got in the SEC, nobody remembers this. It was a very weak SEC uh, West, which it's usually weaker, but Georgia was down, Florida was down, South Carolina, Tennessee was down, and uh, Missouri won back-to-back years in that division. Now, I will say it's a little different because each time they were playing Alabama, and each time they were 20-point underdogs, they hung with them each time, but it wasn't like, Oh, man, I'm really nervous because Mizzou is going to take down Alabama and, and win the championship. So I don't know. But, but so much on the line because a loss in USC most likely drops out of the top four. Which makes the news of the 12-team playoff coming in two years a godsend. Well, I, I, I wanted to ask you about that. It, it seems like, you know, with the college football playoff, and, and they will say all the time, they're like, hey, remember, and I remember because growing up during the 90s, before they had the college football playoffs, it literally was, will number one and number two play each other if they are in the same bowl that all their conferences were aligned with? Number one and number two didn't always play each other, even if they were undefeated, because the winner of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 always went, Pac-10 back then, went always to the went Bowl. to the Rose Bowl. And the winner of the, you know, and it was, it, it just had the lineup in the stars. And so they say, now we're making it so one versus two will meet each other. I don't think they had to go to 12 teams. I think, I, I, I think eight teams would have been, would have been good because you get yourself all of your, all of your power five conference champions automatically get in there. You have room for a group of five champion, if you say the top six, which is what they have done. And then you get the other two teams that are usually good enough. You look at in the standings right now, who's 9, 10, 11, and 12, Kansas State would be in the Okay, here's, here's the my playoffs. counter argument yeah. to that. If you want to boost attendance and notoriety for the games, you keep campus sites for the first round. And with yeah. 12 teams, your top four get a bye. They can still go to the Rose Bowl and the Orange Bowl and – you know, the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, or whatever they call it now, the Cheez-It. I think there's two Cheez-It Bowls this year. There's two Cheez-It Bowls this year? But then you have 12 play five at the Fives host site, which makes for a great atmosphere. That's a really cool December game. But the they're not are... going to do that, right? They're going to tie them all to bowls, are they? Or the, they haven't the decided yet. The first rounds are at the home site. The first rounds are at the home site. Now, okay. the second round and then the semifinals, you know, those are all at the bowl game destinations. Right. But, right. like, FCS playoffs, I know Campbell's looking to get there next year. It is a really neat atmosphere to have your home stadium all yeah. the way to the championship. In That's fall, true. In Texas, you can host all the way through. And then you go to Frisco. So someday, someday. Anyway, okay, little FBS, uh, SP, FBS football talk for you. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was delicious. Uh, I had stuffing, which I've learned there's two types of <laughs> stuffing now. There's like the stuffing little kiblets, and then there's just thick stuffing. And the difference is... It's almost as dramatic as Eastern, Western, North Carolina barbecue. <laughs> so you had you had two kinds of stuffing for 
for Thanksgiving. I had to make sure it was the right kind. Of course you did. Of course you I'm did. I'm a big uh, ham guy, so I had a nice deep cut of ham with some pineapple on it. It was delicious. You're not a turkey guy? I mean, I do like turkey, but, you know, I'd rather get a Costco chicken than get turkey, personally. <laughs> You'd rather have a Costco chicken than turkey even on uh, even on Thanksgiving? Well, I mean, that's that's a good point. I'm just saying, per, you always ask, oh, Evan, what's your favorite food? And I can never give you an answer. You really can't. You, re- you really can't. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to talk about, Evan? I know what I want to talk about, basketball. Oh, yeah. Because, again, you, you and I, and it's, it's awesome that between the two of us, we have seen – and been at years. 90, 95% of the men's and women's basketball games uh, in the last eight years. This is my 12th season where going to pretty much every game home and away for the men, obviously uh, following and, and staying up and doing some games with the women. You have, have been primarily the voice for the women um, over those six and seven years as well. We'll go back to the one-bid league, wh- whether you like it or not. The, the winner of the Big South Conference Tournament, which, again, is going to be one week, both the men and women, at the Bojangles Coliseum in, in Charlotte. It was really fun. Like, th- they really did a really, really good job. You go in there, and you're like, this is something. This is, this is really something. It's the in downtown Charlotte. it and the yes. student sections with the bands. And the, they did a, the they did a right really good you. job. They, the they did a really field. good job. Yeah, they, they, they did a really good job. And the winners of both those tournaments – are going to go on to the NCAA tournament. But the regular season, and especially the non-conference season, and especially this year for both the men and the women for Campbell, and I, I put all that out because a lot of people ask us, uh, ask us about things, about the basketball teams, and this is really a time for the team to figure out what are you going to do, how are you going to get the, – the Campbell men have, have eight new players uh, on their team. They've got they've – got, four freshmen and, and four transfers and, and guys that are playing a lot. And so there has been some pretty darn good results. They should have beat NC State. Um, right. They missed some free throws down the stretch or they would have done it. They beat App State, a team that beat Florida State. They beat Stetson, a team that ended up beating, um, Florida, beating Florida and beating Florida State and beating uh, USF. You can't do the transitive property. I realize that. But at the same time, they've had some good wins. They've had some not-so-good losses as well, but trying to figure it out. When you get into conference, which starts in the last week of December, this year, even conference, you have a lot of time, which you should do, improve, and tweak, because in the men's side of things, there's 10 teams. You'll play a full round robin, which is brutal as far as going everywhere on the road, coming home. You're playing 18 games. It's so tough. So just to warn everybody – there's going to be some days and there's going to be some quote-unquote teams that Campbell played during the conference season that um, they're not going to get the win because of the travel schedule or where they were on Saturday or what's going on in school and everything like that. But if you figure out your team by the time you get to March, that is the goal. And so don't put so much into, okay, well, what is the team doing now? What is the team doing? If they win all their games, great. If they lose all their games, Maybe there's a little bit of problem. If they're kind of in between, a little up and down, which both these teams are right now, I think take a look at the positives because that really kind of shows you, at least right now, where the ceiling is. So at this exact week last year, Campbell women's basketball was 3-3. Three and three. Yeah. And you go, okay, 3-3. Three and three. They beat a couple non-D1s. They lost to ACC schools. How good are they actually? Well, you know what they finished with? A 22-8 and eight record. Yeah, and they won the regular season. And they went 15-3 and three in the conference. So yeah. this growth takes time. And I was talking to Ronnie this week gearing up for the Coppin State game, and he even said candidly, our team is too young 
to have all the answers. And outside of Shai Tuli, yeah. they don't have the answers right now. Now he thinks by December they'll get better, and Christabel Lazuma, who's been really good, will develop, and the point guard play will get better with Audrey Fuller as she grows into that role. And he said by December, when you see us on the 29th against Presbyterian, we'll be ready to roll. But it's going to take a month of getting through this. You play every three days, it feels like. You hardly get time to practice. You're basically just prep, 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 go to Olive Garden, and then prep for the next game. <laughs> yeah. the, the famous pregame meal. And and Campbell, too, is, is going to be on the road. And, and, and you know, Evan, when you, when you travel with these teams, I, I remember growing up, and especially, you know, M- Mizzou basketball was really good when I grew up in the 80s and 90s. And so, and so you watch a lot of games. It's like, okay, it's the number one team in the conference on the road versus the number eight team in the conference. You're, you're favored by 12 points, and you lose. And how hard it is, especially in college basketball, to win on the road. When you think, ah, it's all about the atmosphere, and you have people yelling at you in the bands and stuff like that. There's not a lot of terribly hostile atmospheres in the Big South. But, man, you know what? The night before, you get on the bus. Sometimes you go four hours after you've been in class and practice all day. You go and you stay at a hotel that's not, you know, it's a good hotel, but it, but it's not your own bed and everything. It's not the four seasons. Yes, you, you wake up the next morning. You, you have study hall. You're doing that. You, you are so thrown off, and then it's like, hey, go beat this team that slept in their own bed, that knows these rims, that, that know this place, and go do it. When you get a road win anytime in college sports, but in basketball – that's amazing. So everyone calm down, especially when teams are on the road. It's tough. And I, I tell you that because men's basketball is on the road now. For a month. Yeah, for, for, for three out of the next four games. Some tough teams at East Carolina, at Evansville. Evansville is not a tough team. They got to go all the way to the other end of Indiana. I mean, you, you, you throw a stone and you're, and you're in Tennessee and then at Georgia Southern. So, again, places where you can, if you get a win in any of those games, awesome if you don't you know it's all about march it's all about building up to march and especially this year um with both these teams do not look some at campbell out. men's basketball or women's basketball's record at the end of december yes. and judge the the caliber and the talent of the team and you can look at other big south records too because, because there's some yeah UNC there's some Asheville yes. has to play four to five right. games a year right now right. they beat ucf but sometimes you lose those games gardner webb is one and six and they're probably the best one in six team on the men's side you will see no doubt. in the country. No doubt. Because they play North Carolina and Duke every year, and they lose by 12. They cover the spread, by the way, which is great for my friends in the <laughs> desert. But they're a really well-coached team. So if you look at Campbell, go, oh, they're only three and three. Well, it takes time. You, you play different opponents. You play the non-D1s. It, it does develop over the next couple of weeks. All right. You, you guys can't see this because it's not a video podcast yet, but, but, but Evan, Evan has a tie on. and Jerry uh, Garcia, my friend. And a little a Jerry Garcia tie and, and, and a little bit of a beard coming in. Evan can grow a beard. And, man, we know way too much about each other. Evan, Evan can grow a beard. His 5 o'clock shadow is like me growing a beard after a month and a half, and that is a slight Well, I remember when COVID started, you grew a beard for about two months, and we yeah. met in May in the yeah. office, and I had like a – four foot beard hanging from my neck yeah. and you had just started your COVID beard, which is sort of like it is now. It's yeah. nice and filled in, but yeah. you know, it, it wasn't very thick. It just, it made you look very chic and yeah. It, and a beach shaving. Okay. You know, at the beginning of the podcast where I was like, Hey, on Apple and Spotify rate, rate the podcast, maybe don't rate this one, but next week we're going to have on, um, it's official. Our athletic director, uh, Hannah Baysmore is going to be on, on, on the podcast next week. Evan and I will be on the podcast, too. That's the one you should rate because that one's going to be awesome. And, of course, congratulations to, uh, to Hannah Baysmore. Anything else you got for me, Evan? 
So when you go to East Carolina sure. this week, are you hitting up Parker's Barbecue pregame? So uh, Stan Cole, of course, uh, historian, family man. He is Campbell Media Communications. Um, he has been here since the 80s. He, 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 he threw out a barbecue, and I thought I knew all the good barbecue joints in eastern North Carolina. He threw out one that he said has been recommended for us to go on the way. I will not remember the name of it right now, but I'll give you a review because we're stopping it somewhere, but it's not one of the ones I know. Parker's, though, is my go-to in Greenville. Right off, two, right off. Uh, is that two sixty four? It's one of those roads. Well, yeah. There's like four of them there. Uh, you, you could take now. eight different routes to Greenville. Yeah. To get to the games. Yeah, yeah. They didn't give us a parking pass. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If we win, it's going to be a revenge win. Did they give you a quarter though? Yes, they did give yeah. me a quarter. That's no the, quarter. That's the infamous joke. No. ECU. Quarter. Hopefully, Campbell can go uh, at ECU win. That game at 7 o'clock tonight, which is Friday night, and then uh, our first home wrestling match of the season, finally. Wait, 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 wait. Me and you in the sumo outfits <laughs> no, yeah. wrestling in the academic circle. I saw the promo this week. Yep, yep. There is a promotion um, for students. You come, you get to wrestle in the sumo suits. There's going to be a, a cash prize. We won't be in the sumo suits, but um, we will see Campbell host an ACC team. Uh, Virginia comes here. A Virginia team that, that Campbell beat last yes, year. Yep. See, NC State with COVID comes down in right. a rescheduled match. And then UVA, which not only a great atmosphere, that's a winnable opponent. You could get major reputation points. It, this is a nice week for Campbell wrestling. Yeah, no doubt. So so Campbell wrestling will finally be at home. If you haven't been to a wrestling match, if maybe you don't understand it, uh, you should come. It's uh, it, it's really something. And then we'll take a little bit of a, of a break for finals. Uh, uh, both teams on the road in the middle of next week, and then there is a finals break. But this Friday Camel Call podcast doesn't take a break unless I'm so terrible because we had to uh, we wait, had to wait, tape wait. early in the but week on Thanksgiving. I have to study for my accounting final. Oh, that's right. I'm, also, I'm applying for my MBA. Yeah. two semesters yeah. in, so I, I have finals. Yeah, I now just, empathize just with these slide kids. that in right there. You know, these kids always talk about the student athletes. Well, I have to study for finals and play a non-division one on, on reading day or something. And I go, oh, that's not too bad. And then you prep for finals yourself and you go, oh, gosh, this is this is quite a task. How is going back to grad school after all these years? This is online asynchronous. You do it at your own pace and there's no in-person lecture. But really? That's an option you can take. Yeah. I like to kind of read the notes at different times throughout the day. So is it, is it like video lectures? Video lectures and then notebooks you read or like PowerPoints. Really? And you do quizzes each week and then you have a test every like third week hmm. with little projects like discussion posts do you like it i do uh britney staves is in the program with me okay she does a couple online classes yeah. and then um, women's basketball player very yeah, good women's basketball and there's i think seven football players in it really which gave me a sigh of relief not because it's it's a quote-unquote easy class but then i knew we it have, wouldn't be the hardest class. We have, we have a lot of very smart, very smart football players. Like our student athletes are actually students and athletes. So here. when I was at USC, that was not the case. No. And if you saw any football player yes. in the class, you prayed to the heavens and knew that you were going to get an A or a B in this class. <laughs> oh man, you know. And, and and before the next podcast, I'll call Evan and catch up on all this stuff, <laughs> so you don't have to listen for it. He does announcing. He does NBA stuff. He is. Social media for uh, Campbell University. You can come Ca- by my office. At Campbell I'm EDU. I'm in the warehouse by the baseball <laughs> yeah. field. Right by the baseball field. You'll either be in the press box or in the big metal building. All right. Thanks, Evan. This was fun. 
and so much better than last week's podcast that was just awful. I was going to have to do so much editing because everything I said was wrong. You're like, ah, don't you mean that? All right. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't rate this podcast. Rate next week's podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Apple, Apple, please keep us on. Apple and Spotify, you can subscribe. Also, we've got a playlist on YouTube. For heaven, I'm Chris. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Don't rate us. Subscribe.